Have you put off all your heaviness <laughs> and put on a garment of praise? Now, David is giving me the fault here because he's out of breath. And now he says, I want to go and preach. <laughs> uh, David, <laughs> you're actually unfit. So you just need to... <laughs> Next week, two hours. <laughs> now on Tuesday evening. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, so, um, yeah, I trust you all are doing amazing. Um, I... <sighs> Um, I want to do something before I preach. Um, Ian, where's Ian? Yeah, you, Ian. Can you maybe come and stand with me, please? Um, I think with that encouragement from Anthea, it's like we need to ask those but you need to pray those hard prayers. And, um, and Ian came to me this morning and he said, like, he's, he's got this thing with his ears, a ringing in his ears, and it's been there for 50 years. <laughs> and, and there's this thing in me, and I, I've quoted the scripture last week about when Jesus looked upon the crowds, he saw that they were helpless and they were rest. And, and, and this thing in me is like, We've prayed for him twice this morning, and he's not healed yet. But I thought, let's get all the troops in, <laughs> and let's all of you pray with me now. And I want to trust. I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I do want to. I want to ask the Lord. I want to ask the Lord. In I'm, I'm preaching out of Acts. In Acts three, there's a guy that was lame at the gate, beautiful, for forty years, for forty years, and then these two on fire disciples arrive. And they said, silver and gold we do not have, but in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And yeah, I want to ask if you guys can join me. Let's pray for him. Who wants to join me? Uh, we, sorry, Ian. I'm, uh, <laughs> but I, 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 this thing is like, I want to contend for this. And uh, yeah, I really want to trust the Lord for this. Thank you, Lord. And, and this, this ringing in his ears is from army days with shooting a, a sh shotgun without ear places. Machine gun. Yeah. So he's, he was the guy. Da, 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 da. So we're going to trust the Lord that the Lord will. Da, 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 his ears. <laughs> All right. Cool. So would you stretch out your hands and let's trust together. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to come and do something. It's not just because we are together, and, but there's this unity where God commands a blessing with this unity. So, Father, we trust you right now. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, I pray that you will come and minister to Ian right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, will you minister to him? And we want to pray, will you come and create new eardrums, that you will make new in this ear, whatever has been broken or hurt through that um, experience. And in the name of Jesus, we want to speak to this ringing of the ears, and we want to speak silence and wholeness and healing in the name of Jesus. Father, will you come? And will you restore his ears in the name of Jesus? We trust you. We trust you. We trust you. And even as he said, 
that there's um, just this slow percentage um, left of hearing, I pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, do it for him, Lord, in Jesus' name. We want to ask you in your mighty name. Amen. 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 Um, can we get that picture up, please, Henry? All right. Um, who of you remember this picture? Who of you don't remember it? You probably weren't here that Sunday, because <laughs> it was a Sunday where there was a lot of people away. But this picture, um, obviously on top there's the, the, the cruise ship, which is like, I mean, anything you can dream of to make your life amazing. Um, but, but courts, slides, shows, everything. And, and two, three weeks, four weeks ago, I'm not sure when, but I did a preach on just that, on the church of Ephesus. And that, um, and that we as Josh Jane is not a cruise ship. We're not a, a ship where this, that we exist for our needs, for how you can bless me, how this church can serve me. It's about where we all are actually on a battleship where each one has a part to play. There is somebody that needs to shoot the machine gun <laughs> with earplugs. <laughs> but there is, there's, everyone has a part to play on, on this, on this um, amazing ship um, that, that has a mission. And I, I'm really trusting the Lord that He, and even with Russell's word last week, that He said that God wants to come and mobilize us. And you, battleship, mobilize, it's all these things that God is busy with us as a people. And He has a mission for us. And you know that scripture in Matthew, it says, because it's sheep without a shepherd. And there's, there's, there are people out there that are being harassed by the enemy and hopeless and helpless. And I've just got this roar in me that we need to trust the Lord to come and just help set people free. Help set people free. Help others. It's like I was wrestling with this thing with healing. It's like, okay, I know God is really is amazing in a sense. Like praying, when we pray for the sick outside, when they like um, for salvation. It's, I can see that. But, I, you know, I feel like, God, but then inside, <laughs> there are people that are really struggling. And I'm like, God, I know your heart for the lost you will heal because it's a sign, because it's pointing to Jesus. But I believe inside, it is setting us free, taking off the chains and the bondages so that we can actually be on the ship and, and make it count. I have this dream. I'm running ahead of myself. Let me keep that dream for a bit later. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what I want to speak about this morning is another church in, in Acts. And it's a church in Jerusalem. The first church that was planted. And you know what's amazing about this church? It is the very church, the very people, the very town, the very city that shouted for 50 days earlier, crucify him. Hanged him on a cross. And where does Jesus come in and establish his first church? Amongst that very people. He's reaching down with his grace and says, you said crucify me. I'm saying, uh, come on in. <laughs> I, 
come into my family. Come, my son has paid a price for you. So this, as I've been reading through Acts this week, it's just amazing what the Lord did through this, this amazing congregation, um, which was a battleship. It was, the Lord used, it's like Jesus said, go into Matthew, um, Matthew 1 verse 8, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses. In Jerusalem, that's where it started. So they were witnesses in all of Judea, Samaria, into the ends of the earth. So one evening... 120 of, I don't know, evening, it was morning, it was one day. <laughs> um, a group of people were in the upper room and they were praying. They were doing exactly what Jesus told them to do. He said, go and wait for the promise. Wait for the promise. I'm going to send you the promise. And you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea. Samaria to the ends of the earth. And so they were waiting and they were praying. Um, and they were together in one accord. And then this happened in Acts 2, verse 1 to 4. When the day of Pentecost arrived, this is next Sunday, <laughs> it's Pentecost Sunday. Um, when the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And something, I've, a word that I've seen a lot repeated in Acts is the word together. Together. It gets repeated. Um, in Acts 1, 14, it says they were together devoting themselves to prayer. Here is when they were all together in this room, this place. And suddenly. And suddenly. There came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting, and divided tongues, and uh, as a fire appeared on them and rested on each one of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as, as the Spirit gave them utterance. And Something I've seen with the, the church in Jerusalem, that there were two things that really, it stands out very loud. Is one, they were witnesses of the resurrection of Jesus. It was like first hand. In, in Acts 1, it says that Jesus appeared to them. And, and they, they, I mean, you couldn't keep, get these guys silent. They were witnesses of the, of the resurrection. And then you see the activity. The second thing was the power of the Holy Spirit. In, in their midst. And these are ordinary, plain Jane, I don't know if that's, is that the expression? Yeah, it's like, yes, in photo. <laughs> Normal kind of people. Even when Peter was preaching, they, they, they said, they seen that, or they could hear that he was uneducated. Now, I can imagine how it sounded when Peter was trying to share this powerful message of what they've seen. It's like, I can see that you're uneducated. But we notice that you've been with Jesus. There's something really powerful of this, of this group of people. Now, I, I said to the Lord, Lord, I mean, we're in Josh Jen. We've heard Acts 2, 42 to 47 so many times. Really, do you want me to, to say that again? Now, I'm going to ask you, have you ever sat with an older person? 
Nah? And, and they tell you the same story for the third or the fourth time. <laughs> have, you, have you ever experienced that? <laughs> um, and it's like you sit there and they tell you this story if, like you've never heard it before. Nah? And then you just nod. <laughs> and you, I, I mean, you don't want to tell them. Um, sometimes I'm like a bit rude and I say, You've told me that before. I'm not <laughs> but the, the thing is, most of the times we are very nice and we just listen again. And so I want you to be like those people that's listening to a very old person that's going to tell you a story that you've heard so many times. And, but I, I want to preach it with faith as if it's the first time that you hear it today. Because I was like, God, these guys, they know this. They know this. But I felt the Lord says, if you're going to preach it like that, it's going to. You need to preach it as if it's the first time that each and everyone hears this. So just make as if you've never heard this before. All right. Okay. So after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, there were tongues of fire. And it says this people, they were. Um, perplexed, they were astonished. The people that were hearing all this stuff, they're like, what is this? What is this that's happening here? And Peter, the guy who denied Jesus three times, once, twice, and thrice, he denied Jesus three times. <laughs> and he is the guy that's actually have to like, ah, oh. but Jesus restored him. And he is the one that rise up. It's like, men, and woman of Judea, let me tell you what just happened here. This uneducated fisherman, rise. What was the difference? Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit came upon him. I had a conversation with somebody this week and they said to me, Morris, really just this one thing that I appreciate about you is that you keep on pressing in. For, for the things of, more, of, of the Lord and, and just contending for, for the things of the Bible. And, and you know, the thing, first thing that came to mind is like, if I don't do that, I can just as well go do something else. I cannot, I cannot do what I do if, if, if I don't depend on Him, if I don't rely on it. I cannot, I cannot afford, I cannot afford to even stand here today. I don't have the personality. I don't have the personality to, to wow you with my flair. I don't have that. I have nothing but for God. And I think sometimes we discount ourselves and say, who am I? If God can use a Peter, if he can use these ordinary men, why can't he use you? I have this dream. I'm going ahead of myself again, <laughs> but I'm going to say the dream now. Because <laughs> I have this dream that everyone in this room, whether you have the gift of healing or not, whether you have um, done deliverance in your life or not, will have the freedom and the courage to in that moment rise up and do what needs to be done. Because I can't pray for everyone. I need you. I need each one of you. I can't pray for every sick person. I can't pray for deliverance for every, like I can't, we as a team, as an eldership, we can't. I, we as an eldership, we need you. 
We need you to come into the fullness that the Lord has for you. To step up into those gifts. Maybe you don't have the gift of healing. But maybe you stand in a room and somebody is sick. It's like, Jesus, I don't know if I have to, but I'm going to pray. Because I know that I'm not praying in my name. I'm not praying in my gift. I'm praying in the name, the name of Jesus. The one that is the one that conquered sickness and, and sin and death. And so... Lord, I'll do what I need to do in that moment to, to trust you to come and move in this moment. And so I see this kind of amazing group of people that, and I see this in Peter's life. So you actually read Peter's name a lot. So he was like a eight-stoner um, and in this whole mix. But something that was really cool, so as he was preaching this this, he was preaching actually the gospel. He was just sharing. He's helping people. He's connecting the dots. And he was sharing, this is what happened. This is what was prophesied in Joel. I mean, you've heard this all over your, I mean, as a growing up, you heard of the prophecy of Joel. The Spirit of the Lord will be poured out upon all men. All men will dream dreams. Sons will, will see visions. There's this kind of this prophecy, and they were aware of this. And he started there, and he shared the gospel out of that, and he proclaimed the gospel to such a sense that they, they responded. Let me get to my notes. Um. Well, he ends up with this line, his preach that he gives. He ends up, let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ. This Jesus whom you have crucified. I'm, this, this, mercy, this grace is coming to the very place where, where you've rejected him. You've said crucify him. And then it says in verse 37, now, when they heard that they, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart. When last were you cut to the heart? When, when you heard the message of Jesus. When last did you allow it actually so that you are so cut to the heart? We, we, some of us are years in the church. And it's been years since we have actually been cut to the heart because we have become so used to familiar with church life and i pray that even that the lord will leave us this morning with a cut to the heart now these guys they didn't know jesus and it says they were cut to the heart and 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 said to peter and the rest of the boss brothers what shall we do should we get all condemned and lie on the ground and feel depressed and oh we are we are bad we are not doing it no put off all my heaviness and Put on. It's this, and he says, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the, for the forgiveness of your sin. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise, this promise is for you and the children and all who are far off. Everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words, he bore witness and continued exhorting them, saying, Save yourselves from the crooked generation. So those who received the word were baptized, and they were added. And that day, they were added three thousand souls. Okay, act like you've never heard it before. All right, <laughs> they were added three thousand souls. Huh? Three thousand people got saved in one preach. That's a gathering. 
3,000 people were cut to the heart. And what they did is they repented. And imagine that baptism service. I was baptized in one of those that you, I think we were 100 people that got baptized that, that evening. It was just like little sheep. So, <laughs> and it just feels not so dear. There was no special bit for you. Bit for you. There was not so, okay, you And just imagine 3,000 people being baptized. I mean, this is next level. Now, I can imagine that maybe with John the Baptist, they've seen in the the, the sea, similar things, but uh, uh, 3,000 people got baptized in that moment. And, and then out of that repentance, out of that being filled with the Holy Spirit, now you need to act like you've never heard this before. Acts 2, 42 to 47 happens. All right. And I want to look at this because... Um, I believe God is mobilizing us and he's, he's building us together and he's shaping us because he wants to show off through this congregation what it means to be a healthy expression of who he is. He wants to use every one of us. So it says in verse 42, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Devoted. They devoted themselves. To be earnest towards. That's what the word means. Earnest towards. To, to persevere. To be con constantly diligent. It means like to continue. They devoted themselves. Firstly to what? To the apostles teaching. Now if I would ask you today. How is it going with your devotion? If you would honestly ask yourself, how is it going with your devotion? Now let's look at the four things. that. Before we look at the four things, um, I just want to read the next verse. Verse. Um, where's the next verse? Somewhere here. Um, verse 43, it says, they devoted themselves to apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to um, prayer and breaking of bread. And then it says, and all came upon every soul. So as they devoted themselves, all came. So something in what they did brought all on every soul. Now, if I would... Listen to your playlist of what you listen to. Would I be able to hear that you are devoted to the apostles' teaching? That's just a question. And, and you need to be able to, it's like, okay, Morris, I listen seven hours a week, Netflix, um, and I, I listen Bible when I drive to work. Um, and uh, um, Yo, I listen to every other preacher in the whole world and every prophecy to every other um, guy that seems like he's got some anointing because we want to, this early church, they didn't go, obviously there was no internet. I mean, thank God there was no internet. They, <laughs> I mean, what they had was the apostles and what the apostles were teaching was the message of Jesus, what they've seen, what they've heard from Jesus for three years. 
he, they walked with him. They saw, they heard him talk. They, 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 they heard him. They, they saw the fire in his heart when he prayed for the sick, when he cast out demons. He, they saw this, and this is what they were teaching. And it says, they devoted themselves to that. If I, if I would like, some, how many books are you reading? That's not the Bible. <laughs> not that it's wrong to read other books, but when lost, have you actually read the Bible with faith that this is, this is life. This is life to me by the, as the Holy Spirit makes this alive to me. Are we a people that is devoted to the apostles' teaching? That's a good question that I need to ask for us. Because it says, when they did that, all came upon every soul. So there's a, there's a fruit from a people that are, that is, that's devoted to the message of Jesus that's revealed in Scripture. Andrew said something, I think on Wednesday, he said, like, I just want to put this out. This is like, the only book you need to read at this time is the Bible. <laughs> And the only voice you need to listen to is the Holy Spirit, <laughs> which I hear what he says, like, obviously, like, don't go and listen to all these, because I think what we do, most of us, we get bored, and we go and listen to whatever guy that has a big name, and, and, we, and we, we spend our time and hours in that. But somehow we wonder, why is it not all coming? Because we are not, why are we not overflowing? Why are we not... Why are not we not walking in the more of God? Because we are spending so much time on other things. And, and this is not just with... Uh, the thing is, with the internet, and I, there's so many false teachings going about at this moment. And, and, if you, and you can listen, and it sounds okay. It sounds right. But I, I want to I guard you with it. Like, I want to kind of urge you to make sure that when you listen to something, make sure it is something in line with the apostles' teaching. If you don't know, ask. Ask. Um, I want to listen to this. What do you think about this? And, and, and just let's ask you calmly then. Let's, let's, just, let's just make sure that the message of Jesus comes through pure in, in our midst so that there can be awe, so that there can be an outflow of that. And then it says, they devoted themselves to fellowship. You know how many people I've spoken to in the last while that said to me that I feel lonely? I'm like, why? Why? Why do you feel lonely? Is it because we are not belonging enough that the belonging in our sense is not doing that well and we need to step up? Or we need to draw in those that are in the outskirts or something. Or why, why? Maybe it's just understanding the gospel and actually that I'm lonely, I need to give myself. So there's a drawing in and there's a giving of myself. But they devoted themselves to the fellowship, the kunonia. They were in partnership, in relationship, and in purpose. They were in partnership with one another. How are your devotion doing in the area of fellowship? Do you, do you come to meetings, your bums are here, but your heart is somewhere else? <laughs> or or you in a sense like you, um, your heart is here 
and your bomb's can't be here, but you want to be there. <laughs> and it's like, because you're devoted to fellowship. And then sometimes your heart and your bum is here. And that's, that's the best one. <laughs> but in a sense, like, somebody that's devoted to fellowship is somebody that does not neglect the gathering of, of, of the saints. Act like you haven't heard this before. All right. <laughs> huh? You haven't heard this before. This is amazing. Because they devoted themselves to one another. You know the ABCs? Abide. Now, I wanted, want you, as I read this, think of what is abide. Okay, so they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. What is that? Abiding. Okay. They devoted themselves to fellowship? Belonging. Okay, wonderful. And then the third one is the breaking of bread. Contribute and belonging. It's both. <laughs> um, so it looks like one of these things. But how many, this was taking of communion, but it was also meals around tables, sitting in homes, sharing meals together, and just connecting with one another. Um, we had supper with Della and Mark on, 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 on Friday evening. It was just like nice to get to know them around the chicken burger. And Della can eat a chicken fillet. Uh, she can eat that thing that is flat. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, and, and, it's, and Mark and Briar chicken fillet, like, I mean, guys, visit them. <laughs> okay. No, no, no <laughs> not everyone in words. But I think there's homes amongst us that we need to invite. Is there... Are there lonely people in our midst? Let's invite them in. Let's draw them in. Because the, the, the church in Jerusalem were a people that draw the, the word together, that there was a sense of togetherness. And why I'm saying this, because I'm, I want us to aim for something. I want us to, it's not just praying for the sick and doing deliverance and all, which I'm very passionate. It's about that everyone feels that they feel part. There's no random citizen in our midst, that everyone feel they have a part to play um, and to, that they feel they belong. And then the, the fourth one is they devoted themselves to prayer, the prayers. And now... One, one thing I saw about the prayers, like we all know, like, yeah, we all need to pray. We need to intercede. But one thing about this, the prayers is like it showed your dependency upon the Holy Spirit. When you pray, you acknowledge that I need the Lord. There's a dependency upon the Holy Spirit. And they devoted themselves to prayer. You see um, in, um, in Acts 1 verse 14, all these were in one accord, devoting themselves to prayer. In um, Acts 4, verse 29, they'd just been flogged. They just saw amazing healing happen. And then what do they do? They gather, and then this happens. Verse 29, and now the Lord look upon, and they say, and now, Lord, look upon their threats. Because they said they shouldn't speak about Jesus. They said to them, don't speak about this Jesus. Be quiet. Don't, don't make a noise. And they said, now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness while you stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the name of the Holy Servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place that they were gathered was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. 
I mean, they, they didn't just pray the prayer. They prayed the prayer. says, Lord, they threaten us. And should we draw back? But stretch out your hand, Lord. We need you. In this prayer, I need you, Lord. There's a friend of mine that are struggling for years to break through in depression. Lord, I need you. Stretch out your hand. And will you set that person free so that they can run for you, Jesus? There's, uh, Ian, I'm... Uh, Trust you, Lord, for his ears, for that ringing to stop. There are, there are things in our midst that we like. There are people that's helpless out there. And that song I said, that the Jesus way, I said it on the church group. It's like, you are helpless, I'll be your defender. It's like, I will step, I will pray, I will, I will do it the Jesus way, I'll respond. Maybe I've heard you, or I've, you've heard me, I will forgive you. That. Jesus way. These guys lived that. They lived the Jesus way. They lived it out. And it wasn't their nice, nice, uh, whatever. They were ordinary men, but it was what Jesus done through the power of the Holy Spirit. That, that encounter with that moment where they got saved and where they got baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. And again, you see, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. I was singing this old song the whole week. Spirit of the living God, come forth afresh on me. And I was singing this, and I could feel time and time again how the, just the Lord resting on me. And, and, just, and I was like, oh, Lord, we need, and this is what we do when we pray. Yes, we, we, we praise Him. And the word prayer also means praise. It means a sense, like what David's having in his home. There's a sense of praise, but there's sometimes a sense of like, Lord, we need you for this individual. We need you for that one, Lord. Will you come through? Will you help this person break through in more? And then, I mean, there was other prayers or corporate prayers breaking through in more things. But they were devoted to prayer. And then, and then, all, and then in verse 43, it says, Then all came. They abided. Many signs and wonders was done. As they devoted themselves, all came. Signs and wonders followed. It's something about a devoted people that we need to catch. And you know, I'm not preaching this today because I've seen something and I want to correct something in us. I'm preaching this because this is our values. This is what we are aiming for. This is what we'll keep on saying. And I'll probably preach this. I don't know how long the Lord has me leading this congregation, but you will every time have to act like you've not heard it before. It's like that one guy that pitched up every Sunday and preached the same sermon for six weeks in a row. And people say, come on, please preach another sermon. And he says, well, until you start doing it, I'll keep on preaching this one. <laughs> and, and, I'm, and I'm saying it's like, we, we have something of a, that we live in a, in a time where knowledge is huge. Now knowledge is power. And, and, and it's like, if I, if I just listen to this teaching, if I just have that prophecy, and I have this, what's going to happen at the end of, of age, and it's going to be the rapture or not the rapture, or this thing is going to explode, and there's earthquakes and all these things, and, and knowledge, and I think I know so much. But it's not just so much how it you know, it's how much you do what you know. How you, what, are, and are we devoting ourselves? Are we giving, we know this, but are we doing what we know? Are we opening up our homes 
and drawing people in so that there's no one in our midst that feel lonely? Are we, are we kind of, uh, we don't just call motors when there's a demon. No, I'm here. You are here. I've got Jesus in me. It's every one of us. I'm, we as elders, as calm leaders, we need every one of us to, to rise up in that which Jesus has for us. You know, I thought of something like we're going to Zambia, and I'm thinking, like, I probably have to prep the guys to that what it happens when a demon manifests or so. Like, then I thought, if I do a training like that, I should maybe just say, hey, everybody that wants to come, we're just going to have a practical session of how to deal with that thing. Because we need to not, I want to, I have this dream to take this mysticism away from praying for the sick and for deliverance. And just like, it's, it's that weird part of it. And just make it like, we are followers of Jesus and we do this stuff. We, we follow Jesus where he is calling us. We open up our homes with relationships. That video that Andrew did, it's raw and it's messy. <laughs> we open up our homes. We give our plate with the little, little chip on. <laughs> and we give that. <laughs> We, 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 we don't want to put our best. It's like, just come into my home. Be with us. That's, they devoted himself to fellowship. I, I had 20 other scriptures, that, and I'm only at the third one now. So that's why the Lord says, focus. The Lord told me, he said, Morris, just focus on those verses. I said, okay. <laughs> but I was thinking, Lord, there's so many cool things. <laughs> you know, like, yo, Peter is like saying, rise up and he's walking and then let me go let's keep to the verse okay <laughs> um okay so verse verse 43 they all came upon every soul many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles and and this is important there was just this one verse of that and then there was other things and i want us like and all who believed were together had all things in common they had all things in common. Common, not comma. Um, they had all things in common. Um, and there is abide, contribute, there's belonging, there's contribute and belong um, in that verse. And then verse 45, it says, And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all and, and as, as, as any had need. Now, Joch, that thing is like, I haven't seen this. In, I've seen actually people giving cars, and, and, and I've heard of people seeing their tires are down, and they buy people a somebody a tire, and I've heard testimonies of that. But these guys, I mean, they were next level. They were selling their homes, <laughs> and they were selling property and fields, and, and then they brought it to the apostles, and they were sharing so that no one had need in the midst. No one had a need. Have you ever thought of that? It's, they, yeah, <laughs> it is like no one had a need. Everyone was looked after. It is, th their hearts were for one another. There was something so beautiful about this people, about this church, and I want to put it up there because it's a pattern. It's something of what we, it's not the recipe, but it's, 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 this is what's possible when you allow the Holy Spirit to cut you to your heart, heart and allow it to, to move. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's just like, this is what's possible for us in Wellington. 
And then, I'm almost finished. You have to act for a little bit longer. Okay. There was great generosity among them. And this thing, and day by day, for them, church wasn't just Wednesday and Sunday. For them, this what they were doing was day by day. They were meeting at the temple, and they were meeting in homes. They were meeting all over. Because the word together, it was about being together. And, and, and it says here, again, breaking bread in their homes, and they received their food with gladness um, in their hearts. And there was a day by day and a, and, and a togetherness. And then verse 47 says, Praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who are being saved. So again, the Lord is keep on adding. And I think it's like, you don't just join it. Like sometimes I think, Morris, don't you just want to tone it down because you, you're chasing people away. <laughs> when you're too loud and too roar and too praise, it's like the don't, but these guys were going full out, and they they were praising Jesus, and and in, and it says, I want to show you some scripture um, that I I don't say we should be a stumbling block for people, but I'm, I I want to follow hard after Jesus, and then let the Lord add add people that needs to be here. But the thing is, like it says in verse. Um, of chapter 5, let me jump to chapter 5. Now, what happened is Ananias and Sapphira. Who of you have heard that story? So, we just heard that they were selling their possessions and, and, and giving to everyone who had need. Now, Ananias and Sapphira did the same thing, but they wanted to fake it in a way. They wanted to, like, look. They look. Hey, see, we're selling. But they kept apart, and actually they were lying to the Holy Spirit, and they were dead. When last did somebody die in this, like, because of sin? <laughs> I was like, the guy falls dead <laughs> in the meeting. Just imagine the catastrophe. <laughs> this is crazy. This person is lying to the Holy Spirit, and there was such a seriousness about what we are, and we're not going to make a fake joke of what God is doing. We're not going to make it cheap. This is real. And then his wife comes in, she three hours later, and then she is like, um, and they ask him, What did, did you agree on this amount? Yes, we did agree. How can you lie to the Holy Spirit? And now come the Aukis come no terug van the Overtel uitgedraaid, now come the Frauk al. And what This, I mean, who of you would like to join a church like that? <laughs> Who, who would like to join a church like that? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Lorenzo. <is all. laughs> Thanks, Lorenzo. <laughs> I see that. Somebody else? <laughs> okay. Um, and, then, and then it goes this further in that verse. And now it says that, I just want to read this portion out of that context. Uh, context. Okay. Um, now many signs and wonders were regularly done among the people with the hand, by the hands of the apostles, and they were all together in Solomon's portico. None of the rest dared to join them. None of the rest dared to join them. But the people held them in high esteem. And then verse 14. 
And more than ever, believers were added to the Lord, multitudes, both men and women. And they even had carried out the sick into the streets and laid them in cots and mats and Peter ca- so that Peter can come by and at least his shadow might just fall on some of them. The people also gathered from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those afflicted and the unclean spirits, and they were all healed. It's like the, this thing of, of that the Lord was adding multitudes. And then if you read later in chapter 6, um, they had a problem, and then it says that, that they put deacons in place, and then it says the disciples multiplied. So in the first 3,000 got 5,000 in chapter 4. Then it says the Lord added multitude, and then it says he multiplied. So nobody dared to join them, but still the Lord was adding. There was, there was a sense of I'm devoting myself to this. I am giving myself to, to, to run my race that Jesus has set out. Axel, make canon fat or by battleship. I will, I will be the medic. I will be the... Whatever my role is to play as part of this bigger picture, I will play that part. And um, one more thing, and then I'm finished. And then the same as the church in Ephesus, they were also bringing people from other towns. So it wasn't just for Jerusalem, there was a, in the, end, in the last verse of that one that I read now, that they were bringing people from other towns. They heard what was happening in our midst. And that stirred them to actually go and get people and bring them here. And, and, and so it's, it's, it's a picture, it's a model, something that we can look up to, that we can follow. But we can't do it without the Holy Spirit poured out in our lives. We need, we need the Lord. And I, I want to keep on putting this, this vision before us because God is, is calling a people that loves Him, abides in Him, devotes Himself. And then everyone belongs and give of themselves. That's the people that Jesus is treating, the Jesus way. How we give ourselves. And I want to keep on calling us to that place. What is Jesus calling you to, to do in our midst? Because some of us, we, we, the Lord is needing us. And I'm not saying this in a like, oh, you're not doing enough. I'm saying we're aiming for something. We're aiming for something that the Lord has for us. Um, yeah, so I want to I oh yeah, read this chorus of this um, and close with that and then maybe sing a song. Um, I follow Jesus. I follow Jesus. He wore my sin. I'll gladly wear his name. Yeah, when I hear that, it's like, he wore my sin, I will gladly wear his name. I will gladly wear his name. I will devote myself. I will gladly wear his name in, in the workplace. At, I will gladly wear his name. All right, can we just stand together?